I support women's rights, but more importantly, I support women's wrongs. Act a fool, especially if he's acting up. You need to support him in that and reciprocate. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. Live from this January wasteland, I'm Doyen. Oh no! Why is it a wasteland? Because <laughs> it's cold and it's gray all the time. <laughs> My kind you know of weather. I feel about the sky. <laughs> you know how I feel about these sky colors. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, other than freezing <laughs> in the wasteland, what's been going on, Doyen? And what you drinking tonight? Well, yesterday I finally got hit with the Christmas spirit and <laughs> okay. made some. Well, actually, it was Saturday. Dark chocolate peppermint cookies. <laughs> That's pretty good. I also watched um, the Spider Man. Okay. Did you like it? It was my first. I did. I did cry, but <laughs> I was shamed on either side of me for crying. Why? <laughs> listen they're like are you really crying i'm like yes i understand i I cried more than once like i don't remember all the parts that i cried but i definitely cried more than once it was moving it's touching please hold series all in our business go away (laughs) she a nosy heifer i know okay we're back yeah so i thought it was a really good movie uh keep in mind the only other Spider-Man movie I saw was Into the Spider-Verse, but this one was the best one <laughs> <laughs> with humans in it. <laughs> well, I want you to go back and watch the old one so that you'll get like all the references and you'll know well, like all the villains and stuff. So part of it was Disney took all of it. Like we can't go back and watch those, it right now. Those old ones aren't on Disney because... Um, because it was owned by Fox those were before Marvel started doing the deals with Sony so you just have to kind of like see where you can find them Mm -hmm. I watched them on the fire stick that's all I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) so I will say you have to scan and see where you can find them but they were all over the place and like some because I don't Showtime was showing like some of them but I don't have Showtime so I didn't watch that one, but I do have stars and like the, um, the first ones, the first three, they were on stars, but now they're not like they started taking them down as it got closer to. So, yeah. yeah. Please believe James was there to tell me about every single character I did not know about during the movie. Not while and he I'm does watching not know the movie. how to whisper. Uh-uh, see, I'm glad you told me. I will never go to the movies with y'all. Uh-uh. I do not like being talked to during the movie, and I don't like a lot of talking, which is why I like to go in the middle of the day when there ain't nobody there. Yeah, I was just like, James, you can tell me this later. And he's like, he was just he so was, excited. I was about to say, he was probably excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so apart from that, nothing much. I've just been sitting here, chilling. Like a villain. Okay. Well, what you drinking tonight? Um, I am drinking uh Sauvignon by Sunshine Bay. So I was at Aldi's yesterday, and this white woman in front of me had a whole case, like well six of them. So I was like, 
do you like it? She's like, yeah, it's from New Zealand. I was like, well, that's all you have to say when it comes to Sauvignon Blanc. So I decided to try it. Okay. Um, let me take a sip so I can tell you about the notes. It's like a slightly tropical note okay. pair, but also still tropical. And coming from all these, that means it was affordable. Yes, I think it was eight ninety nine. Oh yeah, you know why? Less than my movie ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Way less. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to ask you what you were up to and what oh. you were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I have not been up to much. Um, just trying to get back adjusted to having to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did help that. So last week was our first week back after um our little winter break, and it did help that like we had a couple of snow days last week because it was mm-hmm. ice out and you know when you're in the south and it snows the whole city shuts down so mm-hmm. um so that did help like ease me back in but like I don't know my brain hasn't caught back up to the fact that I'm at work like it's moving slow I, I'm processing slow this morning I just felt like I was literally sitting in a fog I actually did get a few things done today because I was adamant about doing so, but I just felt like, I don't know, my brain is still on vacation. I totally get that. Um, I also am trying to work with my brain and like start doing like time blocking and leaving myself notes as to what I'm supposed to be doing at the time that I time blocked. So I'm trying to see. I'm trying to hope that this week is a better week than last week was. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So little things like that help me to jumpstart my brain into like what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, that's why I like a planner with the times, like a, a hourly planner, so that I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't get real specific. I mean, some of it's real mm-hmm. specific. Like I have a specific time that I check emails, and uh, a mm-hmm. specific time that I fill out my um schedule for the day but then I get kind of vague with other things like I have a to-do list every day I make a to-do list and certain times of the day I just know that Mm -hmm. I have to work on something from the to-do list so um yeah I try to I do that too otherwise I cannot be left up to my own devices (laughs) (laughs) so tonight yeah I tried to time block one thing a day this week that's my goal is like one big deliverable because a lot of times my deliverables are I'm working on it for weeks yeah so like just time blocking one thing that's important to me to do that day and then making a list of it we'll see how it goes and that's so (laughs) hard like to work on something ahead of time like what is that like mm -mm. Mm -hmm. my brain is like girl this ain't due to the end of the month (laughs) right and I'm Mm -mm. like no we're gonna work on it now we're gonna do a little bit each day yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tonight I am drinking I'm drinking a dark and stormy which is just um, aged rum and ginger beer but my dark and stormy is not that dark <laughs> because my rum is not that aged um, it's not clear but it's not dark it's a little mm-hmm. tinted <laughs> so 
I, I guess I have a cloudy and stormy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And let me tumultuous. Yeah, yes, if you yes, will. Yes. <laughs> so let me tell you, I have landed. <clears throat> um, this is what is bringing me joy. So I have landed on Barrett's being my favorite ginger beer, and I've tried a lot of different ones. The only thing I don't like about Barrett's is the only place I seem to be able to find is at the liquor store. So I have to go to a liquor store to get it. But I like it because it's soft. It doesn't have Mm. that bite that some ginger beers have. And I know some people like that, but I don't. I don't like it to feel (laughs) like you're taking a bite out of my throat when I'm trying to have a drink. (laughs) So I really like Barrett's and I've, I've just decided that that's my ginger beer of choice. I'm glad that you found yourself ginger beer choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, the lady, there. So y'all know how I strategically stop at different liquor stores, mm-hmm. where there's only certain ones that have Barrett's, and there's one that, of course, it is the countryest, and is dusty and dank and dirty in there. <laughs> But the little old lady that works in there, so like she knows me now, and she knows when I come in, I'm gonna want to get like a couple of packs of ginger beer. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, "I put some back here for you," because they take them out of the little plastic thing and put them in the cooler. So now Mm -hmm. she saves me some intact because she knows I'm gonna buy like two or three of those at a time. So, so she saves me some. She was like, "I got you some right here." So, you know, so y'all know, I, y'all know, I hate when they act like they know me at the liquor store. Like, you don't know me. I'm not in here that much. Especially Mississippi, where people need to see you one and a half times, and they know you. And you're friends now, <laughs> probably cousins. So, right. Anywho, that's all I'm doing. That's what I'm drinking. And that is also what's making me happy and bringing me joy. So, that's everything <laughs> wrapped into one. Hey, let's get it. <laughs> all right. Um, did you watch anything fun lately? Um, I am still wrapping up um, Shrink Next Door. Mm-hmm. I started watching Britannia. Which I don't know why did nobody call me and tell me about this early, earlier. They're about to be on season three. Y'all know I like this kind of stuff. So it comes on epics, and it's about when the Romans came to invade Britain. Well, Britain, but spelled beyond whatever how Britain used to be spelled. It's old Britain, mm-hmm. and they had to fight the Druids and all that different stuff. And let me tell you. The Druids are hot as fuck. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, their pupils are like dial. Oh my God. They are high as fuck. This one guy, I call him the Druid King. I forgot his name. But he has like piercings and his fingernails and he's amazing. And I'm like, why are y'all just not telling me about this show? Y'all know I love this kind of shit. Y'all know I do. So... Anywho, that would have never hit my radar <laughs> whatsoever. I'm also trying to finish up um, a discovery of witches because I'm on season two and season three, I think, just dropped. So I had to go ahead and wrap up season two so I can do season three. And then, of course, I'm super excited because we're going to be watching Kings of Napa. 
um, starting this week. Yay. So I'm super excited about it. Like, I love a good <laughs> luxury black show. Well, Becca brought up Abbott Elementary, and I think I had just, like, seen it in passing, but just never paid attention. Oh, yes, girl. I do love it. It's so good. <laughs> and let me tell you, that principal... <laughs> I'm just like I see this. I see this happening. I think I, w- I think um I mean principal aside, I think we've all worked for supervisors or team leaders like that. Like just very inept. <laughs> don't know how you got here. You don't even know how right. you got here. You- and that older teacher is like running the She's whole. She's running the whole like, thing. <laughs> I was like. Of course, I'm not going to call these people by their real name, by the names on the show, because I don't remember the names. But I was like, Quinta, if you don't get your little ass off that ladder, and that man told you good not to touch his system. <laughs> right. It is so and good. And then, I just remember, I don't even remember what she was responding to, but she's like, am I even a Sagittarius? And I'm like, my moon sees you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I have a huge crescent crush on everybody hates chris i forgot his name i mean why he's so fun and it makes me feel weird because i'm like i don't know because i met him as a little boy and it's like girl he ain't no little boy no more right he is so fun so fun (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we're gonna go ahead and move along to our current events now this personally is not my problem because I'm non-denominational, but the Pope is calling y'all couples who chose who choose pets over kids selfish for not wanting to have kids. And I'm like, you got money on this daycare? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody actually in the writer was like, is the Vatican opening up a daycare? We'll surely have kids if y'all want us to have kids if you go help with all of this, but... So we were talking about this and I had a um, friend's Zoom happy hour this weekend and I had not seen this. Mind you, Mm -hmm. I follow the Pope on all the socials. I mean, I know it's not really him, but still, I follow the Pope on all the socials. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I had not seen this. And I was like, y'all do not tell me this because I love him. No, I'm not Catholic, but I love him because he's still catholic he's still very antiquated but he he it's like he did try or he was trying to be more of the times because he was like you know what we're not going to turn you away from the church because you're gay you're still a person and he Mm -hmm. was like you know you're not going to hell just because you had an abortion you're not going Mm -hmm. to hell just because you're divorced like he just seemed to be like he was trying to get more with the times. And then they had to come and tell me he said some shit like this. Yeah. Like he is such a good progressive Pope, but it's like, you know, and we put progressive. In quotes. <laughs> yeah. You're progressive for Catholicism. Right. But, um, it's like that aunt, like a distant aunt that you like, and then they ask you when you're getting married. It's like, I loved you, and then here you come. <laughs> to me, With it this. was really, I don't know. I just hate he did it. Yeah. And also, people don't, and we were talking about it in our, in our group, um, and of course, they were like, well, because most of them do have pets, and it's like, I feel away or whatever. And I was like, 
okay, I don't really think that that necessarily pertains to us per se, because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. none of us were in that group. None of us are necessarily choosing to have a pet over having a child. That's not necessarily Mm -hmm. what's happening here. But people shouldn't have to have kids if they don't want to. Like Mm -hmm. some women genuinely choose not to have children. Some couples mm-hmm. genuinely choose not to have children and they should get to have that choice. Like, yeah. More people should probably make that choice. <laughs> if I'm honest. Uh, most of the people out here with kids do not choose them. But anyways, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Um, Yeah. So I was just like, dang it, Pope. I was rooting for you. I'm still rooting for him. But, you know, that one thing aside, I'm just like, uh Okay, so uh, our our Queen Blue Ivy turned 10. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, we had been, like, tracking with her growth. But then I saw this picture of her and Aunt Tina. And I was like, she's not a child. She's not a child. <laughs> like, whoa, where did she come from? I- <laughs> As the old folks say, all legs. She all legs. <laughs> right. Long hair, don't care. I'm pretty sure this was when they spent the month on that cruise because she's tanned, sun-kissed with the gods. And I'm just like, <laughs> mm. she's so she's so grown. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready either. I was like, who is this standing next to? Oh, it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know we blew up Miss Tita's. <laughs> comments that day like we all um but then so when beyonce first released the visuals for all of this hound tooth uh material clothing line mm-hmm. stuff <laughs> and that picture with her and she's you know um holding um um the other child and blue was standing there <laughs> remy, remy. <laughs> i kept i kept wanting to say sergi and i'm like that is not right That's no. <laughs> um and, and blue was standing right there and i was blown away by blue then i was like whoa like i guess we hadn't seen her in a while i also was blown away by how big Rumi has gotten and i was like girl put that baby down <laughs> she too too is all legs by the way yeah um so yeah and then even between then and now like blue has stunned me even more one thing that does annoy me about this website is Elle is literally has a whole video of the timeline of her relationship with jay-z and i'm like we came here for blue (laughs) why am i looking at this Also, I want to point out um, to my friends listening who know that I struggle with saying hound's tooth. I want you to know that I said hound's tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Forever, I just assumed. I don't know what I thought, but I thought it was pronounced hoodsooth. Don't ask me why. (laughs) Don't ask me where that came from. I'd never seen it in print. And it wasn't until... I started seeing it like in print and I was like, wait a minute. Are y'all talking about hoodsuits? <laughs> Do you think they did hounds too because they're daddy Alabama? Because that'd be gross. <laughs> huh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was so funny because, like, I know Beyonce be gathering her mom, but also Blue Ivy be gathering her mom. Yes. <laughs> Talking about grandma, you're acting like a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, I just thought it was really cute. I also was not prepared because she's getting so big. Uh-huh. Okay. So, please tell me you've heard about Elmo's beef with Rocco. Been following it, been laughing entirely too hard at it <laughs> elmo is sick yes. <laughs> first of all i got it because he was hangry he wanted his snack <laughs> i understood that fully i was like why wouldn't you give him an oatmeal okay cool zoe and your rock anyway so elmo said he wasn't having it um if you have as they said been living under a rock um <laughs> Elmo was chilling with his friend Zoe, and I think there was two oatmeal cookies and then, like, one other cookie. And Elmo was like, hey, I want that oatmeal cookie. And Zoe's like, no, it's for Rocco. Well, Rocco is a pet rock. Elmo wasn't having it. (laughs) So, So. you you do know that that's not the beginning of it, right? Yeah, I mean, there's more to that, but that's what got my attention. Okay, because I was like, girl, it's a whole thread on Twitter and I watched all the little videos and I was like he is sick of Rocco okay so what other things is he sick of oh lord everything <laughs> Rocco uh, Rocco got to say the letter of the day instead of him um, <laughs> Rocco got on the swing instead of him a, a mm. whole bunch of stuff like Rocco just continuously gets in the way and Elmo is just like it's a rock <laughs> and I love how he turns and looks at the camera like, y'all yeah, see this shit. <laughs> the letter of the day is B for beef. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, um, Elmo came back when all of us realized that Elmo was flipping shit over a cookie. And he was like, don't worry, everybody. Elmo and Zoe practice sharing and are still best buds forever. Elmo loves you, Zoe. Ha ha ha. Elmo doesn't want to talk about Rocco, period. And I'm like, this is me. <laughs> I am Elmo. Elmo am I. <laughs> I mean, she really just started using Rocco as like her way to her way to get her way. And Elmo is not mm-hmm. here for it. Elmo is not here no. for it. So, um, of course, then Elmo, you know, subtweet Rocco and was like, "Has anyone seen a Rocky the cookie?" which brought Dwayne Johnson ass into the story. <laughs> um, and it was a lot of weird things happening, but he was like, this Arctovirus cookies, all kinds of cookies. And they, I guess he was talking about whatever cheat meals he's doing. And he's like, tell Cookie Monster to move over. And Cookie Monster is, come on, come get it. <laughs> he talk about kick ass and eat cookies. And I mean, almost all out of cookies. But it's like, I can't wait till Cookie Monster get his ass. <laughs> I am all for it. <laughs> so, um, a bit of our childhood was, you know, rekindled. Also, our pettiness was all the way there, and I love it. And I hope the Cookie Monster kicks the rock's ass. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so, next up, um, technology companies. First of all, we asked them to protect our data, and they're like, nah, that ain't it. We can't do none of that. <laughs> We're like, protect our, you know, misinformation. They're like, nah, 
it's not gonna work but you know what they want to do help the government Mm. so (laughs) uh, peer-to-peer applications including venmo paypal and zelle must report transactions six hundred dollars and up to the irs and i to which i ask who the fuck asked you (laughs) so in the past they only had to advise the IRS when people had over 200 commercial transactions per year that exceeded 20000 in value. But now, anybody that's getting more than $600 must file and furnish a 1099 form. I hate it here. I mean, you know what? Never mind. I hate it here as well. So, you don't have to worry about reporting transactions for anything personal, including charges to friends and family. So if you go to dinner and split the bill, don't worry about reporting that transaction. Don't worry about me. I'm not. Um, <laughs> um, but they do apply to people who sell items on sites such as eBay or have a side hustle and sell holiday crafts and other things that are not any of their business. So, <laughs> and they said users should select goods and services when they're sending money to another to purchase an item. We knew this. Do we do this? No. But we knew this. <laughs> so. That's it for all the snitching ass payment to payment systems. That's I wonder if I sent like $600 in like Bitcoin. Does that ever make it to the IRS? Um, in theory, no. Because that's <laughs> the whole point of Bitcoin. It's for it yeah. not to be technically traceable. But, um, little known fact, that's how PayPal started out. It was supposed to work like that. But you run mm-hmm. into issues when you do that, which is the same yeah. thing that Bitcoin is running into. So, yeah. Yeah. It was just one of those, like, nobody asked y'all. <laughs> Anyways. Last but not least, I must talk about my Florida gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Florida man claims bags of cocaine and meth fattened wrapped around his penis wasn't his. To which I say, why not? <laughs> I mean, if you say it ain't his, it ain't his. He could have fell into a cocaine no. tape donut. No. <laughs> <laughs> he could have fell asleep, took a nap, and woke up, and all the stuff was around his penis. You never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> But he was riding a car that was pulled over, which, again, if you have things strapped to your penis, the least you could do. Oh, man, he wasn't even speeding. He was just driving without lights on early Saturday morning. That's rude. Anyway, oh, that's like rule number one. If you're riding dirty, you got to follow all the fucking traffic laws. Like, mm-hmm. that is rule number one. <laughs> Jeez yeah. Louise. Trafficate in the parking lot. <laughs> Follow all of them. Anyway, so yeah, they found meth and cocaine on his penis, and he was arrested. <laughs> but they said <laughs> Orlando Week we got is a mess. They said we worry the case might not stand up in court, as they say, if possession is nine inches of the law. <laughs> They were wrong for that. They were wrong for that. Anyways. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Anyways, um, 
Okay, so we're going to take a break real quick, and we will be right back. Alrighty. And it's time to move right on to our someone something. Someone something. So in the past week, um, Sydney Poitier um, passed away at 94. And um, it was interesting. I was telling somebody, I was like, oh, yeah, he did this movie and this movie. I was like, um, my parents are old. And I watched a lot of TMC as a kid. <laughs> Turner movie classic. Yeah. Um. But he was Hollywood's first black movie star, and most of us would know him from Guess Who's Coming Home. To dinner? Is a movie. To dinner, that one. <laughs> Guess okay. Who's Coming. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. He is, uh, he's from the Bahamas, but he was born and raised in the state. And um, he was actually, I believe, the first one to win an Oscar. And just in general, like, we all know uh, representation means so much. So he had such a just strong place in the hearts of the black community because we did grow up seeing him for so long and you know just he was really great he um obama had him gave him the medal of freedom and he was just hailed as a noble symbol of our race and endured criticism from some black people who said he betrayed them by taking on white roles and pandering to them but at the end of the day um super love him and his life was a life well lived so I just wanted to talk about um kind of just his legacy and he will be missed yep alrighty so we can go ahead and move along to our poor life decision poor life decision Okay, so uh, a few years ago, I read the book, The Year of Yes, and I always thought she was just saying yes to other people and new experiences. But as of this year, I realized she was saying yes, not into saying yes to other people, but saying yes to herself, kind of as a follow-up from last week. Sometimes when you're people-pleasing, your yes to someone else is a no to yourself. Amen. So... (laughs) <laughs> this week, I wanted to talk about seven ways to say yes to yourself. Um, these are things that anybody can do to reconnect with their truest, most abundant self. And I'm all for it. And that's my goal for this year. So, so many th- of us think we're saying yes when the truth is we're barely getting by. We're barely tapping into our full potential. So we're going to try to do these seven things to leap into our most abundant life. First, and sounds easy, still might be hard, show up for yourself. Mm. (laughs) This does sound simple, but um, take a minute to think about all the ways you go above and beyond for others, but cut yourself short. Yeah. Um, They talk about leaving the salon with wet hair to get your kids or prepping everyone else's meals for the week except for your own. Um, Chris, how can you make a commitment? Um to putting showing up for yourself why you ask me a question like that on the spot (laughs) 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 i mean i don't know just 
be mm-hmm. again like I always say just being gentle with yourself like we allow so mm-hmm. much grace for others and it's like that guy with the TikToks it's like if someone else makes a mistake then it's like you know it's okay it happens you're still great but when you make a mistake it's like oh you dumb idiot so it's like you know just being gentle and kind and giving myself grace yeah, beautiful hair TikTok guy. We love you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and in some ways, I'm thinking of like, you know, there's a lot of moments that are neutral. They're not bettering me, but they're not taken away from me. Uh-huh. And how can I use a few of those moments to show up for myself? So that is things like meditation, mm-hmm. which that's hard, but uh, doing something on our morning routines that we talked about, but ways to like, you know, give yourself that grace and, and the encouragement that you want to give to a younger girl in your life that you love. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next up, set a goal. Um, so when the author talks about fulfilling potential, she's always talking about goals. We build momentum and confidence when we have wins, big wins or small wins, doesn't matter. She says, try setting a goal today for yourself that is within reach. Again, I will say that is within reach. (laughs) Achieve it. See how it feels. Then repeat the process. Every time you do so, begin with a goal that seems a little further out. Watch what happens. I think particularly for this year, I wrote no goals for myself because I didn't want to fail any of them. (laughs) But like, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to... I want to advance. I want to be so much better, but I'm afraid to write down a single thing that I need to do to get to the next step. Yeah. So that's something we working on, Jesus. But yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really good at setting goals, and then I just set them. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I just write them down and then I move on with life. <laughs> but you do have to pick those little small wins to build up to the big mm-hmm. one. So Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna do better about that. I really am. Yeah. And I keep buying goal setting planners <laughs> to continue to not set goals. So <laughs> I'm gonna work on something really small, easy weasy. I'm gonna share it with you so you can keep me accountable and then we can party when I do it (laughs) okay next up have a non-negotiable this is what is going to be your anchor as you set forth on your journey into purpose and potential land establish one thing you'll do for yourself on a monthly basis it could be a weekend getaway could go to the movies or indulge in a long massage you choose something that you will refuse to go out then the tricky part do it. Having a non-negotiable gives you something to look forward to and removes a requirement for you to look for acceptance, validation, and rewards for others. From others. Consider this your special treat to you. Just for being you. Um. I don't know of anything. I mean, I, I don't know of anything. Yeah. I also don't consistently reward myself in the same way, you know? Right. That's what I, the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know anything that, like, is a consistent, like, I, listen, 
I reward myself all the time. Right. Whether I deserve it or not. <laughs> all right. Spending money is not a non-negotiable. It is, but it's not. I should take, I should take, this is one that I should take the time to think on and like mm-hmm. figure something out. Because yeah. surely I can. Surely. Surely. Yeah. Maybe I do like a massage once a month. Something to look forward to by the end of the month. I don't like being touched. Oh, I do probably a little bit too much. (laughs) (laughs) I went to uh, a sleepover and they had this fine black dude doing massages. I was like, no, I cannot be attracted to my masseuses. It's not going to (laughs) work. My mom keeps telling me, like, if I just get over that hurdle of someone touching me, that I would really enjoy it. And she's like, you're super tense. You really need it. I was like, yeah, but that means someone will be touching me. So. Yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> no, I don't think you should have to work to, I was going to say pleasure yourself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we all know I don't work hard to pleasure myself because we all know my friend plugs into the wall. It is full strength every time. I don't worry about no batteries failing me in my time of need. Yeah. And it's just fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> What if the lights go out? Then will you up there? Then I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> I'm die. I feel I feel like a caveman trying to like, use my fingers. Like what are these things? I know. I forget. Like oh, hands. What's I don't that? even know okay. what to do. With <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Okay, we're gonna talk about how we what our non-negotiable is gonna be in the group text. Yes, I can do okay. that. Okay. Next up, investing yourself. Get over it and invest in yourself. I feel like this is something we don't have problems with. But anyways, <laughs> there are so many options out there that will assist you in filling your cup. We awaken our truest selves and become some more of who we are meant to be when we do something that keeps us curious, learning, and evolving. Need ideas? Maybe you dive into a new book. Maybe you pick up a new hobby. Maybe you take a leap and go back to school. Whatever it is that excites you, thrills you, and keeps your passion aflame, do that. I will say, do not tell my ADHD that. Because <laughs> you know what she likes to do? Pick up stuff. You know what she doesn't like to do? Continue. <laughs> oh, no. It's all right. <laughs> I was like, earthquake. <laughs> I knocked my glass over, but it's fine. There's only a little bit left in it. Okay, good. I'm going to need to, like, um, um, sippy cup. Um, <laughs> what do you call shampoo the rug in here? Because I already mm-hmm. waste all that bourbon <laughs> that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems like it would smell great. I don't know. <laughs> so, anywho. Okay, next up. Learn to ask for and accept help. Learn to ask for and accept help. <laughs> I do not know why Dory's looking at me. Um, what else? Okay. When I was so, looking at this article, and I saw that, and I said, "Damn, Doyen," because I felt like you did it on purpose. Like I got to that one, and I was like, mm. "I went through a lot of articles, but this one seemed to resonate." I really did like this one because it's concise and to the point. But Yes. Okay. So this step is twofold. The first part is that asking for help will be pru- crucial to achieve step our next step. <laughs> Chances are having a non-negotiable requires you to take time out of your normal life. 
Oh, my previous step? I don't know. She numbered these weirds. Anyway, so you may need someone to assist in picking up the slack while you're out or help you double down so you can free up time to make your non-negotiable actually happen. Actually, now that I think of that, I'm going to take a Friday off every month at work. Might be hard for other people, but <laughs> I, pretty much I need a Friday that. off. <laughs> That is, that is one of my non-negotiables, non actually, I guess. So I learned from being someone who, like, I have not taken a vacation since I've started at my current job. And vacation time rolls over into sick mm -hmm. days, so I still have those days. Um, but anywho, I learned that, you know what, if something happens to me and I leave here, they're going to replace me the very next day. So I... Mm -hmm. If I, like, absolutely do not feel like going to work, I'm not talking about I wake up and have a case of the Mondays. But, I mean, like, I really don't feel like going to work. Like, I, my body feels heavy. You know, you have that some days mm -hmm. when you get up, you're like, you literally feel heavy. I won't go. If I know that I'm going to be in a bad mood or I'm cranky about something or I'm just sad that day, I don't go. I don't go. Mm -hmm. So, I guess that's my yeah. non-negotiable. <laughs> No, we need you to schedule yours. Don't listen to me. <laughs> uh, you're already doing it. I want you to have a new non-negotiable. Anyways. <laughs> so, the second part of this is that, contrary to your popular belief, you're not the very best at everything. Lord knows it. Mm -hmm. um, she said her mentor always teaches about taking a look at our lives and businesses and witnessing whether or not we are spending our time in our highest and best use. What she means by that is, if you aren't the best at graphic design, find someone who is. Mm -hmm. Cough me. And work with them while you do what you do best. Maybe you have someone to help you run errands, do the laundry, do your accounting, instead of managing it all yourself. This is different for everyone, but it is totally worth it. Do you feel the results of relief? She did. <laughs> For me, it's not thinking that I can do it better, but mm -hmm. I can depend on me. And like when I need something done, it's just also on the other side, I don't like to ask people to do things that I don't want to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. So like, I'm not going to ask someone to come and help me move because I'm not coming to help you move. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's like I, if it's something that I don't want to do, myself then I feel bad about asking people to help me but most of the time especially when it comes to work it's just stuff that or sometimes life too it's just that I can depend on me and this is so horrible to say but it's just the truth it's like it feels like the few times that I have asked for help it didn't go like it should have gone so then mm -hmm. I'm annoyed and I'm right back at zero that is not fair, I know. So mm -hmm. I really am trying to work on it, but ain't nobody got me like I got me. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of times, <clears throat> I'm moving fast. So if I want to ask somebody, I want to prepare them with all the knowledge they need to do it right, and that slows me down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, no, I but... get that. I completely, <laughs> like, I completely understand that. Yeah, but also I'm like, in my role you know i have the opportunity to help other people grow in their roles so sometimes i will be like okay 
it's worth your time to sit down and just explain what you need done. Yeah. And then you can go work on something that's more strategic and more important. Yeah. So it's interesting. Now, when it comes to like my life outside of work, I'm like, everybody come take, do whatever <laughs> else that I don't want to do. I'm like do my laundry, that's cook, great. clean. <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to get like a cleaning lady, but like I need to clean up first before the cleaning lady comes. <laughs> I get it. It's more like a clean a maintenance lady for cleaning. Yeah. So if we keep it clean, then yeah. she could just like I don't know why. No, I want her words. to do I the, don't know. I want her to do the deep cleaning stuff and then I yeah. I do the maintenance in between. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> twenty twenty five is looking great for that. Sure. Um, it is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Next step, quit making it hard. Mm. <laughs> yes you <laughs> quit making it hard if you're a human chances are there may be s- <laughs> there may be slivers of stress sis <laughs> slivers have you met me anyways slivers of stress and anxiety creeping into your days getting in the way of you being able to show up completely for yourself and all that you do if this doesn't apply to you keep scrolling all of us it does probably <laughs> but uh she said I would be willing to bet that the large majority of us subconsciously find ways each and every day to sabotage our own desires. I just want to make it simple for you. Quit making it hard. Take an honest look at how you spend your time each day, what words come out of your mouth, what gestures and movements your body makes. Are you feeling good? Are you taking action? Are you being the way you should be being in order to receive what you want to be receiving? Honestly, answering those questions will help you to reset and recalibrate. Remove all the things that don't add up to your definition of success and quit making it hard. So the way this kind of, you know, stuck to me was a lot of times when I have to write something, when I have to create something, I have to have, I would say, at least a quarter of the time that I'm supposed to be creating something is having anxiety about creating something. (laughs) <laughs> so my, so, sometimes my definition of success is just reducing the amount of time I stress out about something by X amount, you know, percentage so that I can get quicker to like actually doing the work. But there are things in there that can make it easier for me. One, reminding myself of all the amazing things I've done, all the great things I've written <laughs> and knowing that I am capable of doing great things. So that you'll have to spend as much time freaking out. I'm still going to freak out, but there's also things that I can do to help accelerate the process. Things like um, lists, outlines, (laughs) and then going back and like putting sentences there and connecting it and stuff like that. So there are some things I can do while I'm in the midst of like freaking out and not doing anything and be like, okay, cool. What you need here is order. Let's get you to where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I just make it hard by not asking <laughs> for help. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> yeah. other than that, I don't really make things hard. I I do by nature, but I've I've learned to like, okay, don't make it hard. Like I've I've learned to stop stop making things complicated that are simple. 
but mm-hmm. it's still hard to ask for help even though I know there are people who love me and want to help me it's still hard so like just get over yourself and get over it and just ask you know so that's it <laughs> I get it but give yourself grace you're trying at least you know mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so lastly make your own decisions Many people believe they make their own decisions, Uh, but do you? How are you spending your minutes, hours, and days? Are you truly telling your time where to go, or do you have to do something for someone else first? Start by making small decisions that change the way an hour here or there is spent. When it's how you begin to crave more of the ability to be in your own kind of flow more often. Before you know it, you'll be living with an entirely new perspective, making one magical decision after the next in the pursuit of your truest, most abundant life. I will say, I think that's kind of why I'm trying to get more into that time blocking, like really organizing my schedule kind of things. Because a lot of times somebody will email me like, hey, need this. And then I stop what I'm doing. I go work on that. And I have to come back and be like, oh, look, a squirrel. And I had to refocus. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm trying to be more of an owner, <laughs> a participant in my life, okay. and be like, okay, cool. They need something. I saw the ping. That's fine. I'll talk to them when I'm ready. So. Yes. <laughs> Same. My I my brain definitely I definitely describe myself as a squirrel multiple times a day. <laughs> I don't fine. think mine yes. is always as visible, but in my yeah. head, it's all the time mm-hmm. all the time yeah uh this year my goal is definitely to make the most of my inattentiveness mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like i like to hyper focus if i gave myself a goal of doing something for 15 minutes i still wander off but i it's really easy for me to like re refocus myself <laughs> yeah and then where where my organization lacks writing stuff down because I cannot trust my memory. <laughs> it is a no fact. I already know I can't. I, I, I write everything down. And I tell people at work, like, do not ask me for stuff or tell me things in passing. Either mm-hmm. email me or text to me. Like, don't. And I used to keep, like, a little sticky pad with me. Mm-hmm. But I stopped doing that because, like, no, y'all gonna listen to me when I tell you. You, mm-hmm. you'll find out when you don't get yeah. what it is you need. You'll find <laughs> out. Do not tell me in passing because I will forget. From my office to the bathroom, back to my office, I'm gonna forget just that fast. <laughs> I will say the only thing I'm good at remembering is all the ways you people have wronged me in very micro ways that they forgot. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's i'm an encyclopedia well, i don't even remember that and to be honest most of the time stuff like my friends make fun of me because a lot of times stuff that people do at me i don't even notice it just flies over my head and Mm-mm. yeah so people i guess that's don't the even do it here. at me but my brain is like okay this is war <laughs> <laughs> dual time anyways okay so I just want y'all to take at least, let's start with a small goal. Try to think of at least one small thing you could do with one of these steps to kind of propel us to 
living a more abundant life than what we're doing today. Yes. So, you have anything else before we move on? I do not. Okay. So, we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod, the buy you a dream. Hello. <laughs> so, um, I am going to buy a drink for a childhood friend of mine. I just got a text um, that a friend of mine just became the superintendent for the schools back in my hometown. And I'm so proud of him. And then at the same time, it's like, I cannot believe we're at that age. Like, we <laughs> old enough to be superintendents? Like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to buy a drink for the hometown. And it's a really good thing for my hometown, too. So, yay. I'm going to buy a drink for my mommy. Yay, mommy! <laughs> I woke up this morning. First of all, I had a call, so I kind of stayed in bed for that call. I came into my guest bedroom and she's like, look, I cleared out your closet. I'm like, I'm glad you enjoy doing these things because left to me, it would have been here three years later. But, um, Let's give a shout for mama. Preach on mama. She definitely has a gift and I'm definitely okay with leaning back and letting her do what she wants yes, to Lord. and just being as thankful as possible when she does. So <laughs> <laughs> I never forget one time when Granny came to my house or to my apartment. This was years ago. And she came because I was I was in a bit of a depressive mood and um I had stopped going to work and she came to make me go to work. But anyway, <laughs> when she came, I left her alone for a few moments. I went to Walmart. I came back. She had rearranged all my living room furniture. And I was like, oh, this does look better this way. <laughs> she was like, yeah, that just wasn't working how you had it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, they're great. Thank they're God great. for mamas. I'm telling you, just, just kick back and let them do it. Yeah. They like to feel needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And they are. <laughs> I know, that's right. Well, do tell people how they can talk to us. Uh, very carefully because it's dark outside. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. But, that uh, reminds me. Did you watch the Harry Potter reunion on HBO? I started it. Um, I started it. Um, I'm going to shock and amaze everyone. I cried several times. <laughs> it was I, so good. It was so good. Me not paying attention. I didn't really know what I was actually watching. Oh. I did. Yeah. So I was like, part of me was hoping that J.K. Rowling finally decided to um, undo the the harm that she did in my head with the cursed child. Didn't happen. Oh, it's listen. They didn't even invite her to the party. Okay. They had, I mean, when I tell you, they had everybody at this reunion who ever had anything to do with Harry Potter, except for her. And then I the, feel like I saw a clip of her, and, and maybe then, I was looking nope, at something that's else. What that's what I'm about to explain. Okay. And then the clip that they had of her, they showed it maybe twice. They made sure to put in the corner that it was from an interview she had done years ago. Like... <laughs> She was not invited to the party. And I said, yes, sis. 
Like, I'm glad that they knew better. She was not invited. She was not invited. Well, whoever wants to also undo the harm of Cursed Child in my brain, I just, I'm not asking for too much. That was an awful-ass book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, nobody really talked about Cursed Child. Well, actually, one of them did mention Cursed Child. And I was like... Because he was talking about how the story continues. I, for, I think it was Neville. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Malfoy. Anyway, talk about how the story continues, even with the Fantastic Beast series and the stage mm-hmm. play. And I was like, we, first of all, that is not even canon. I don't think that's considered canon. And we don't talk about that. So, yeah. <laughs> the story stopped right before <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, everybody, um, everybody was just... Mm-hmm. I learned a few behind the scenes things and everybody was just so excited to see each other. And again, let me say, I was so glad they knew to leave her where she was. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, Harry Potter wrote them books. <laughs> she didn't write nothing. Yeah. yeah, I think I started with them and I just wasn't paying attention, which is why I stopped it. But, you know, like what they were talking about when they were young and they were auditioning and uh-huh. stuff like that. It was yeah. cute. It was just I think because I don't know what I expected, but it was very different. And then I was just working on something else. And so I was like, I got to go finish this. But yeah, (laughs) I I did see her and I was like, what's she doing there? (laughs) It's definitely a sit down watch. Yeah. Yeah. So also on the Instagram is poor life decision. One decision because we're changing it one at a time. Mm -hmm. We also have an Etsy page by that same name. Please go get your auntie juice cup and put your auntie juice things in there, mm-hmm. preferably gin or whiskey or wine. <laughs> it's best for those cups. They come with personal recommendation. Um, <laughs> uh, you can email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. I think that's it. I don't know how else I can get Twitter. Oh, yeah. The Twitter. <laughs> We're on the Twitter as PLD Pod. We're going to be watching The Kings of Napa starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, a few weeks after that, Killing, um, Eve. Killing Eve is coming. And so we're excited because the TVs are back. Yeah. And if you guys have any recommendations, let us know. We'll watch. We'll tweet. You know, I love television. So, you know, I'm always down. If it includes yeah. a witch. I'm in. <laughs> if it is very basic, I got your number. Which, <laughs> speaking of, I need to finish Emily in Paris too. Or oh. next second season. <laughs> I never watched the first one. I meant to, but I just haven't. Uh, Anywho, I don't think you'd like it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It seemed like something I'd like. Um, also, I want to remind everyone to please leave us a glowing review. They make us feel so good. Um, five stars so others do not work and don't forget you can now do that on Spotify so um, iTunes podcast and Spotify I know for sure you can now leave a rating uh, and when you do that make sure you send us a snapshot of your rating slide in our DMs and that way Doya can send you a lovely make contain alcohol sticker um, yep. yeah and also if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about slide in our dms and let us know that too and yeah other than that just take your meds drink your water Mm -hmm. 
use your sunscreen. I have not used sunscreen in about two days and my face is angry with me about it. So I have I to make that say in this um, fight against this flighty opponent that we have COVID, two things you can help that can help is taking zinc and vitamin D. Mm. Just saying, go ahead, you know, help your body with some supplements. Mm. <laughs> I've been drinking my emergency <laughs> and it does have zinc in it. I don't know if it has vitamin D in it, but it does have zinc in it. And it gives me a little Get boost. Get you some D. Gives me a little boost. Um, but yeah, that's all. We love you guys. Uh, and we will be back next week. Bye, we love y'all. Let's go live. Make a video. And I'm going to ride you like a rodeo. I'm going to ride you like a rodeo. I'm going to ride you.